Well, I welcome a young man, I call him a young man compared to me, he is, that uh, I met uh, just a few months ago. We've gotten to know each other, work together a bit, and it's Jonah Engel. Jonah, welcome to our little podcast today. Yes, yeah, so excited to be here with you. This is amazing. Let me give a little more intro about uh, who Jonah is. He's a graduate of Spring Arbor University, now makes his home in the Grand Rapids area. And as he says uh, in a little note to me recently, he says, about six years ago, God began to move deeply on his heart, and he became, in his own words, passionately in love with Jesus. And this passion grew to the point where he knew he had to share this good news of Jesus with others. So together with some close friends who likewise love Jesus passionately, they formed the Every Heart Movement. Every Heart's one word, movement. Uh, you can uh, go on and Google that and find it. Started with just Jonah and his best friends traveling the country to share Jesus with people in America throughout the summer. And then they also organized a worship night at 9 p.m. of all times on Mondays during the school year. This summer, they have over, as a result of what they've done, it's grown to the point where this summer over 170 young people are going out on tour across the United States, sharing the gospel with others. And the worship gatherings have multiplied all, all across America as well. The result is that thousands of lives have been touched by the gospel, and over 1,000 folks have received Jesus even in the past three years. That is so exciting. Jonah's married to an amazing wife, Haley, and he continues to fall more in love with her, but also with Jesus daily. Mm -hmm. He desires nothing more, he says, than to go forth making disciples of all nations and proclaiming the gospel to all creation. That's incredible. How did that it, happen, Jonah? How did that happen? Talk to us. What? What? I'd love to. How would you yeah. explain that? How would you explain I grew that? Up, yes, I grew up um, knowing a lot about Jesus. My dad was a pastor, and I'm so thankful um, that I got to grow up the way I did, but it was, I just, there was so much I just didn't know. Like, I didn't know that I could have a personal, I didn't know that Jesus was more than a Sunday morning. I didn't, I didn't just didn't understand whether if, whether or not I heard it or not, or whether or not I listened or not, I don't even know. I just didn't know. But it was about when I was 19 years old, I started to just encounter Jesus. I started to surrender my heart to him in a new way. And it didn't look super fancy. It just looked like me and some friends or me by myself in my dorm room, just falling in love with the presence of God, reading the word, praying. <laughs> and from that place, I was just like, man, God, like I've encountered you in such a way that I know for a fact, like so many people have yet to encounter you the way that I did. And and I was convinced. I was like, if if my friends, if my family, if people all around the world, if they meet the same person that I've met, if they meet Jesus, I, I, I'm convinced they're going to fall in love with him. And so from that moment, I kind of like was like, man, I just want my life to constantly be creating space, creating an environment for people to encounter the love of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And that's what led us to go on these tours across America. That's what led us to gather at 9 p.m. on our college campus. It's just we were convinced. We were like, if people around us met the person that we have met, their life would be changed. And, um, and so, that's what we've seen. So did you, did this happen to you as an individual first? 
Yeah. In your dorm room or was it with others? Was it through a sermon, through a radio, TV program? Or was it just people praying for you and it just happened sort of a thing? Yeah, honestly, it's a good question. I don't know if there was a singular moment for me. Okay. Um, Growing up in the church, you know, I had been, I'd had lots of moments. I'd been to lots of services, been to lots of conferences, been to lots of like, and had lots of people praying for me, but it was, I think just like over time, mm. it, it had just grown to a point where I was like, it, I was too far in, you know, I was like, I was so far in, I'd had too many moments that there was no other option for me, but to be all in, in love with Jesus. But that that sounds a lot like a, a friend of yours who helped you start this uh, a movement, Every Heart Movement, uh, Brennan Joseph, who was in a yeah. dorm room at a different college. You were at Spring oh, Arbor, I assume. And he was at Cornerstone University here in town. And he, as he described it, he spent like four hours just overwhelmed with the presence of God. Yep. Again, how can we explain that other than through, you know, prayer, through what God sovereignly is deciding what he wants to do? And somehow you met, did you know him when that happened to him and it happened to you? Yeah, we had actually grown up together in Jackson. Oh, no kidding. No kidding. I did not know that. Brennan and I have been good friends for many, many years. So it was funny. We were were best friends in high school and we were not following Jesus. We made a lot of mistakes together. We made some bad decisions together in high school. But it was around the same time um, that kind of separately God just gripped our hearts. And then you, you connected with each other and, and it, it grew mm-hmm. from there. Uh, yep, absolutely. Yep. We just stayed connected. We stayed friends and it just grew from there. Wow. So what what's your heart? I mean, what is it? Again, you've expressed uh, in what you said to me earlier, yep. you have nothing, desire nothing more than to go forth making disciples of all nations or proclaiming the gospel to all creation. Talk to me about that. What does that, what's that feel like? What's that? What's that mean for you? Where where's life yeah, heading I, for you? Absolutely. Man, I, I'm just so thankful. Honestly, now that I know God, I I would rather, you know, in a lot of ways, like if, if life was only about, if life on earth was only about knowing God. And now that I know him, honestly, in a lot of ways, I'd rather just be with him. But God has a plan for us and a purpose for us and a purpose for me that while I'm here on this earth, however long I got. Um, I, I, we have an opportunity to, to bring the solution to what all the world is longing for, like whatever the world, my, my generation, Gen Z, um, and every generation, not just my generation, but I, I see it so deeply that there's just a longing for something more. And so a lot of what that looks like and feels like is I get to spend a lot of time with young people. Um, my age and younger, a lot of them who have just come to know Jesus themselves within the maybe a few months, a few years. Mm-hmm. And the the reality is people are finding Jesus in such a way, just like the woman at the well, or just like the demoniac across the Sea of Galilee are meeting Jesus in such a loving and tangible way that they're like, man, we have to go tell everyone about him. Wow. And so it, it's incredible. And um it's really simple. It's it's really not much more complicated than that. It's just, I have to, you know, while I'm here, God has given us a mission and a purpose and we are his plan a to bring about reconciliation to a broken world. Wow. And we're just absolutely blown away that God has invited us into that. And that's what my purpose here is to love God, to love others, to make disciples 
spend time with new new believers who are in love with Jesus and continue to sharpen each other towards um, the reconciliation of our world unto Christ. And so that's, yeah, it's a little bit of what it looks like. That's neat. So you've seen this thing grow. I mean, we're talking about, we started with a couple of you and then yep. what kind of numbers are we talking about, at least locally here in, in West Michigan and then beyond, if if you know, that, that have a similar, I mean, we've heard about Asbury University, yes. for example, there's a big group. Uh, that, that that seems somewhat independent from where you are, but with the same well, heart. Yep. What what do you what have you heard across you know locally, but then across the the country and even across the world, as far yeah. as Gen Z, similar things happening to them that happened to you. A hundred percent. There genuinely are thousands of of young people all across America in the world who have fallen in love with Jesus. And I think so much of what has been put in our fleshly worldly DNA as a generation is to stand up for something. Mm -hmm. We're seeing it, you know, standing up for political causes, standing up for things that are so broken. There's something inside of our generation that's ready to stand up for something. And so when young people are meeting Jesus there's this natural response to say, I'm standing up for Jesus. I'm standing up for the only thing that's worked for me. The only thing that's brought me true joy, the only thing that's brought me love. And so it's, it's special to see because God is doing amazing things. And there's, there's hundreds um, in Grand Rapids that are, you know, in our generation are passionately in love with Jesus who are actively sharing their faith. But there's pockets all across, I think, of Huntington Beach, California, okay. where the circuit riders are. There's hundreds there. I think of the Asbury Revival. I think of Dallas, Texas, where the One Voice Student Missions Movement is. Um, I think of the Pulse Movement in Minneapolis. Yes, I, I think so. of all these movements that yeah. share such a similar DNA. Mm-hmm. We're all friends and we're all, God has placed us in different pockets. Um, and we're, there's truly thousands that are coming together for the purposes of Jesus. But you got to know that that is extremely encouraging to those of us that have been fairly, you know, faithfully praying for revival for 10 plus years. You know, my background is government uh, and, and government's important, mm-hmm. but government is a lagging indicator of where the culture is. And the culture is a lagging indicator of the effectiveness of the church. We need hearts changed. Yes. And, and that's what you're talking about is changed oh. hearts that love God. And want to share that love with others. I mean, that is that is that is so encouraging to 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 us older folks, baby boomers, not Gen Z, but baby boomers. But uh, love you, <laughs> really, love it's, it's convicting. I mean, it's 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 tempting as you age, you know. To you know, what? we've been praying about this, we've been trying this, we've been doing our thing, and and so many of the revivals of the past have been sparked through younger folks, and uh, so. If, it's it's really been a, it's such an encouragement to to us to to get to know you and your friends and and hear your excitement and love for the Lord. So thank you for doing that. Absolutely. Well, I want to say thank you to you guys. Like I think of you know the passage where it talks about we're we're reaping a harvest that we did not sow. Uh, and man, like this is why the hmm. kingdom of God. This is why we can't take. This is why all glory goes to Jesus because. There's been you guys and so many others yeah. all around the world yes, who have been yes, faithfully yes. praying for a move of God. Wow. And 
And we all get to like be a part of that together, you know, it's, and it's all unto him. Like he ultimately is the only one that can save a life is the only one that can fill us with his spirit is the only one who can bring true joy and reconciliation. But, But I do think like there's so many seeds. I mean, even this week I've seen, just this past week um, across America, one week, we saw um, close to over 100 people commit their lives to Jesus in cities across America in just Thank one week. God. Oh, that's so exciting. And oh. in that week, the amount of people even I got to meet, and I didn't even get to go. I wasn't in all the cities. I was only uh-huh. once. Right. And um, just the amount of people that you know I got to help lead to Jesus to make that decision and the stories of it's crazy. You're telling me this. someone just gave me a Bible, my first Bible a month ago, and I didn't want to read it, but it was a seed planted. Mm. There was a prayer. My grandma has been praying for me for years wow. that I would receive Jesus. And I feel like it's crazy that you came and shared this with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. And it's just such a beautiful picture of the body of Christ and how we all are sowing seeds and reaping harvest and just believing that it's all unto God, knowing it's all unto God. Oh, that, that is that, so thankful for you guys. You guys have plowed the way. Oh, well, Michigan. all glory, all glory to God. He's the one that put yeah. it on our hearts. We yeah, just, exactly. So that's what he's he's doing. And you're seeing some miraculous things happen as well, aren't you? I mean, certainly it, it's a miracle for someone to come to faith in Christ and experience his manifest presence and, and love him and feel his love. But you've seen some healings and, and other sorts of things as well, haven't you? Oh yeah. Yeah. Jesus is alive and active today and he, he, he needs to display any particular one come to mind as far as even a physical healing that, that might want to share. Well, one, one that was pretty powerful, even just this last week was a a woman in Texas. um, As we had a couple of teams in Dallas and she, um, she has been blind and has not been able to clearly see anything in a long, long time. And she received prayer and she said her eyes were completely opened and almost, she said 90% of everything she could see was crystal clear. Wow. 90%, which before then it was zero. She's like, I couldn't see. Oh, thank you. God. Like there was a wall. Yeah. Or wow. Um, which was so amazing to to see that. Um, so that was even just last week. But the amount of you yeah. know, well, that's that's just so uh, God is at work, well, isn't he? he so is. you got 170 folks going from our area across so the this country. summer. This summer, only 70 are going out. But okay. there's been for the past couple of years. Okay, got okay. So you got 70 going out. Where do they yeah. go? How do they decide where to go? Yep. So we spend the year leading up to the summer praying, building relationship. Okay. We really do believe in the local church and we really do believe in the body of Christ. And we want to do this together. We feel like, you know, if we're separating ourselves or doing something apart from others who are plowing and who are faithfully sowing seeds, like we're missing it if we don't partner together. And so we spend the year praying, partnering, okay. building relationship, and really mindfully deciding where to go. And so there's 45 cities across America that the 70 people are going to throughout the summer. Mm-hmm. And in all those, we have connections with amazing, like-minded, 
like-hearted communities who are so in love with Jesus. Mm-hmm. So we're absolutely honored to come in and serve. And as people come to know Jesus, because that's truly our mission is to be very evangelistic. Mm-hmm. As people come to know Jesus, we know that we leave, we go to the next right. city. Right. As we get to partner, when someone comes to know Jesus, we say, hey, so-and-so, meet pastor, whoever. And we get to mm-hmm. connect people and they get to continue to walk in community. So they can grow. Yes. Exactly. So it's it's so fun. Really simple, mm-hmm. um, but really been really fruitful. So you're also on college campuses during the school year. Right. And you were on, you know, like one or two, but now you're on, was it nine different campuses? Yep. Nine campuses right now. and. Um, in Alabama, in Pennsylvania, Indiana, Michigan. And so it's kind of spread out and there's a, there's a bunch more. And so everything we do on college campuses is student led. Okay. And so a lot of our time is spent empowering students to do it themselves. And it's been so cool to see young people Mm -hmm. um, take charge and say, I want to pray for my campus. I want to see my friends come to know Jesus. And that's happening more and more every every month. More and more young people are ready to do that Ooh, at their camp. That's so good. Well, it, it's this requires certainly prayer, but it requires finances as well. Yeah. And how are you funded? What what's the method that that happens? Totally. Um, God's provision is the method. <laughs> that's about all we got is the Lord providing. But no, we we've just recently. Um, you know, feel like the Lord has asked us to even be as diligent as we can. Whatever, mm-hmm. everything that comes in is through the generosity of others, whether it be people or groups of people, communities, um, everything from going on tour, hitting the road, sharing the gospel to launching a campus all comes from the generosity of um, friends and family and churches okay. and the local body of Christ. So if somebody watching this wants to help, they feel moved by God to help, what would be yeah. the method to do that? Yeah, the, the website's the easiest way. Everything's online nowadays, sure. and we would love to connect. You can find more ways to connect on the website, but just www.everyheartmovement.com every heart and, movement that's one word quote unquote yep, all, all together all one, every every heart heart dot com. and yep. uh, yeah you can go there and you can donate and and yep. it'll get put to good use to, it will it yeah. all uh, none of us the unique too is none of our staff all of us are full-time missionaries mm-hmm. and so we have individual support raising that we do okay. so everything that's given truly goes just towards reaching the lost oh good and so, that is yeah. so great oh that's good well what else would you like to add of, of what we maybe didn't quite totally cover yet what would you like yeah. to add yeah there's a lot going on i guess one of the only things that i, I would add in in conclusion is um so much, you know, if anyone's watching locally in West Michigan, yes, um, th- this is a really special area. And as we travel all-, all across America, we go to so many cities, so many places, and a lot of believers are praying for revival as they should. Praying yes. for revival, and so are we here. But I think something really unique in the last couple of years since I've been here that I've heard so many praying for is for West Michigan to be a sending region, to be a region that sends people all around the world for the gospel to go forth. And that's unique. I I haven't heard that in any other city I've been to, not saying that it's not happening, but like 
the fact that so many, I've met couples from around the world who are moving to West Michigan to pray and to pour in, believing that ascending movement is going to come out of this region. And with that also, um, about six months ago, as you know, Randy, um, a we got a call from a large organization called The Send. Yes. Who called us and um, their purpose is to fill arenas with thousands of believers to unify around the great commission. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they call us and they, they say the same thing. They said, Hey guys, they're most of them are from the West coast or from Hawaii. Right, right. And they said, we've been praying and we felt in our spirit that grand rapids in West Michigan is going to be a sending region. And we want to come and fill an arena and unify the body of Christ around the great commission. What do you think? And at this point, we're just completely overwhelmed. Like, man, God, you are, <laughs> you are doing it. Like, I didn't, I didn't, no one reached out to them. They just felt from the Lord that West Michigan is going to be a sending region. And so we, we prayerfully said yes, that that felt would be. And so anyone who wants to join September 2nd, yes. we're going to be at the Van Andel Arena in downtown Grand Rapids. Um, with thousands of others from this region believing for ascending movement to mm-hmm. vulnerable children, to high schools, to nations, to neighborhoods, um, to universities, and, and to all people. And so really just believe God is hearing our prayers. I, I know, I, not even just, I, I know God is hearing our prayers. And our and I'm believing for with you also, Randy, and yes. so many Amen. believing for a revival that Amen. leads to ascending. It's that is so going to transform oh, the earth. And they can learn more about that. What's the website for yep. The Send? It's just called thesend.org. Okay. T-H-E-S-E-N-D-T-H-E-S-E-N-D-T-H-E-S-E-N-D-T-H-E-S-E-N-D-T-H-E-S-E-N-D-T-H-E-S-E-N-D-T-H-E-S-E-N-D-T-
we view our view ourselves a part of missions or not we are because you've asked us to go forth and, mm-hmm. and tell all creation about the good news of Jesus and so we just receive that call um even right now listening to this podcast we just receive that call Jesus afresh to go and make disciples we love you father and we just ask that you'd receive all the glory yes, in Jesus amen. name amen Amen. 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 Thanks so much, Jonah. God richly bless you and your dear bride, Haley, in your ministry. We'll stay in touch. Yes. See you, Randy. Bye. Thanks for joining us. For more information, go to grandawakening.org. That's grandawakening.org.